The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Later, we're going to be joined, as we always are, by our producer, our fantastic producer, Darren Ball. And he has some more questions and comments from you. And we're so grateful for the many comments that you're putting up, both coming straight to us and also you're putting them up uh, on, on various podcasts and releases that go out. And we do appreciate that. But today, we're going to get straight into something which I don't think should be a surprise to anyone at all. Um, but if it is, then it's desperately needed by that person, I would have to say. Um, and it's very significant that it's something that was identified by a karmic lord, Mars Sector 6. So this will be about the need to break free from racial prejudice. Because in the fifth freedom, which we're looking at today, Mars Sector 6 describes how the state of cosmic consciousness releases us from numerous limitations. And just to remind any new uh, listeners to our podcast, first of all, welcome. And we are basing this whole show, the Spiritual Freedom Show, around a series of transmissions delivered by an intelligence called Mars Sector 6 through the mediumship of Dr. George King, the Nine Freedoms. And today we're looking at one extract. We have that opportunity to look at just one extract in depth, and that's in the Fifth Freedom. But it's amazing how we're conditioned to live by and accept concepts which really are entirely illogical. It goes on all the time. Uh, they're not only illogical, they can be destructive, they can be wrong, they can cause suffering, they have caused suffering, they can cause death, they have caused death. And we can do that without even realizing how illogical we are being. I mean, we humanity through the ages. And even now, uh, that still applies today. Every now and then, the world goes through a change and recognizes that behavior, which had been considered okay, acceptable, um, even uh, polite and uh, the correct behavior, every now and then it suddenly realizes that is completely out of order. And although it was considered proper, maybe for centuries, it was nothing of the sort. You know, there's a very well-known hymn which used to be sung frequently and may still be in Christian churches. I think they may have rewritten some of it now, but in the original, it was one verse of it was really quite shocking. And those of you who had a, a, or have or had a Christian um, upbringing or life uh, will recognize the hymn I'm referring to. It's called All Things Bright and Beautiful. Um, and I must admit, there's some very nice words in it. It was written in the 19th century, and there's things about birds singing, a purple-headed mountain, all very beautiful. But right in the middle of it, you've got this verse, and it's this. The rich man in his castle, the poor man at his gate, 
God made them high or lowly and ordered their estate. And I don't think, as I say, many people sing those words now, but some probably do. And it's obvious what they're meant to convey, that a poor man at the gate of a rich man's castle is meant to be there. It's God's will that they're a poor man standing at the gate of a rich man's castle. It's not about karma, by the way, where, you know, we may have to go through experiences that we need. Uh, We do have to do that. That does happen. It's going much further than that. It's saying it's justifying a disgraceful distribution of wealth. Let's put it that way. And in that period of history, it was accepted. It was sung about. It was believed to be God's will. Now, nearly everyone would think that was a pretty disgraceful kind of approach. And of course, and I'm only using this to illustrate the point here, there would be many a wealthy person singing that particular hymn in a comfortable pew in a church on a Sunday morning, and they would make them feel better about themselves. And the next time they passed a beggar in rags, they wouldn't feel what they should feel, uh, which is, this isn't right. I can do something about this. I may have to make a small sacrifice, but I can do something. But that's just one tiny example of a conditioning which existed at one time, which was thought to be correct and proper, and now uh, would be probably thought of as misguided or worse, uh, accepting a limitation in our world. You know, we tend to forget nowadays that the people who campaigned to abolish the slave trade over 200 years ago weren't regarded by their contemporaries, for the most part anyway, as heroic figures. Far from it. They were. They thought they were mad, really, a lot of them, to be even doing it. Um, most people who were connected, you might say, or other politicians or people in high society, so-called, couldn't understand why people like them, the abolitionists, would fritter their time away on such a trivial, as they saw it, absurd issue. Very odd for us to be seeing that now, uh, giving up their prospects and so on. But now we can see that millions of lives were saved by the abolition of the slave trade. Now, I believe, it's taught in schools much more than certain aspects of the Napoleonic Wars, which when I was learning that period of history, that's all you heard about. And that's in the 60s. So there's a couple of examples of how things can change. And in the fifth freedom, Mars Sector 6 identifies four of the limitations which we have allowed to infest our life and one of those we're going to focus on today so let's listen to this extract now uh, please darren from the fifth freedom a terrestrial man is continually limiting these latent abilities within his real self. He is continually imposing limitation after limitation upon these glorious aspects of true creation. And what is the result? Racial prejudice, adherence and vain worship to some piece 
of multicolored cloth. A possession. Family tie. So there's our list of four things. Racial prejudice, the one we're looking at today. And yes, in the last 60 years since that was delivered, things have definitely improved, but it still exists. Even tribal prejudice still exists in this day and age. An advanced person, and we like to go deeper into these things, knows that they themselves have been in previous lives of various, if not of all, the main races. By main, I mean most commonly identified, that the mind and soul is above and beyond their physical, never mind their race, and that it is impossible for any one race to be superior to another one. To the metaphysician, that's an absurd, as well as wrong, unkind, and sometimes cruel idea. And as we free ourselves of these limitations, we go beyond physical experience, and and it would also include to sexism, by the way, as well, because An advanced person knows that they may be a predominantly male or female soul, but they are very likely to have incarnated in the other sex in one life or another. And so, just as we've been born in all the major religions in one life or another. So these prejudices, these barriers aren't only morally wrong, they're based on a very ignorant assumption that the mind and soul of an individual is the product of their race or their sex or their religion of birth or some other genetic or environmental factor. It's above this and such limited thinking prevents us, and this is the key point Mars Sector 6 is making, from attaining enlightenment and ultimately cosmic consciousness. Breaking free from racial prejudice even if it be a subliminal type of racial prejudice, is absolutely essential to our spiritual advancement, as well, of course, as to our service to humanity as a whole. What do you say, Darren? Oh, yeah. I mean, what I love most about what you said there is that it's um, it's not just about what's morally right, is it's also you've highlighted the absurdity of any kind of prejudice, all, all those you listed there in the light of spiritual truth. And I think yeah. the greatest guide that we can have in life uh, you know, is spiritual truth in that way. And reincarnation changes everything, doesn't it? Because we're, we're being prejudiced against ourselves, really, because we've been all the things we might be prejudiced about, probably. It would bring a revolution, I think, in all thought on Earth if there was a more common understanding of common, common reincarnation. Now, do we have any questions this uh, this week, Darren? Got one right here. So um, as people know, I share a question or a moment of truth on the show every week. So if you haven't written to us before, do drop us a line. That's at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk with any questions, comments, or experiences. This question I've got here from someone who says, you can shine a light into darkness, but never darkness into light. Does this mean the redeeming vibration will always have to come from outside oneself, or can it be triggered from within? Gosh, that's a very, that's a profound question, isn't it, Darren? And and as people know, I don't hear these questions before uh, you ask them. And I'm going to ask you just to read that one very quickly again, please. Sure. You can shine a light into darkness, but never into light. Does this mean the redeeming vibration will always have to come from outside oneself? Or can it be triggered from within? Well, to take it technically, no, it doesn't have to come from outside oneself, because inside us is light. Inside us is illumination, as well as it. So it can be either, can come from outside or from inside. But you're right, and you know it's interesting. The what you might call the dark forces will have to take, uh, if they wish to practice their negative magic, which we strongly recommend against, 
uh, they often have to take something that is good and then twist it because the originality is lacking. They have to use something that's sacred and somehow turn it on its head or try to or try to uh, pervert it in some way because light is the force which will triumph in the end and light is the there's only one energy as we've been told and that is yeah, I agree. And I think when we think about um, kind of our role in service and what it means to uh, express ourselves in selfless service as an, as an expression of this unconditional love, it's it's almost about uh, inspiring this 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 seed of light, this spark of light within people to blossom forth. So, I mean, for me, no question as well. Yes, that it's you can um, we can inspire it and all, but there's this light within that we're bringing forth into a into a roaring flame. That's how I like to think about the service that we do. Absolutely. And do you have any announcements? Yeah, I'd just like to say, of course, if you're tuning in with us for the first time, I invite you to find out more about the Nine Freedoms and the extraterrestrial intelligence who gave these teachings, known as Mars Sector 6, that Richard talked about a little bit there. Do visit our website, ethereus.org, that's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org, to find out more about that. We've been receiving a, a lot of um, a lot of feedback on the on the, the new 15-minute format oh, yeah. over the last over the last um, couple of months or so now that we've been going with it. And I think uh, this person probably summed up the feedback pretty well. They said, thank you for another thought-provoking show this weekend. Although on one level, this 15-minute format seems almost frustratingly short, it is definitely more accessible from a practical point of view and allows for greater contemplation on each gold nugget. And I think um, that's that's really what we're going for here. It is. And, you know, we are open to change. We changed from last year. We ch- we're doing 15 minutes this year. We'll have to see how it goes. But we had some people who love the new format, some, I must admit, who would like it to be longer. So we'll see how that goes. But thank you all for listening to the show. And please always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment.